and let there be sound. Hello, everybody. My name is Kirby Kwan Jr., and you are currently tuning into as well as watching the Ghetto Fabulous podcast. So as you can see, we made some changes today. We actually have like a video set up. This is just like a proof of concept type of thing. We have no idea how well or how poorly this could go. We are already seeing some issues and we will be playing around with this. For example, we don't like the fact that the laptops are open and you can see our waveforms. So we're just going to keep that partially closed. Also, I can't properly see Kirby <laughs> through like all yeah, the metal. We have too many. This really should be lowered and I'm bumping into this thing constantly. So I apologize for any potential sound issues that we have for today. But joining me, as you could see for once, is your boy Shane. How are you doing today besides hot and sweaty? Because we've like put up these tiles and shit and stuff and we're tired. Also, there's the light, but I'm okay. Yeah, this is the first time that he's going to experience the ring light shining down on him at full force. For an hour straight, straight, straight. Loving it. <laughs> yep. So, um, today, the topic that we will be talking about is the Justice League Snyder Cut going to HBO. So, first things first, I guess it's important to, 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 to ask, what were your thoughts and opinions on the Justice League movie that we ended, ended up getting in theaters? Um, awkward. Like, it was just more of an awkward uh, piece of work. I don't know, man. It's hard to say just because, like... After reading, like, the amount of, like, fuck-ups or edits or whatever that was necessary, all right, to get what we got, I was just like, there's no way, all right, like, the Snyder Cut could be worse than this, right? <laughs> um, I didn't like the movie at all, and I was very adamant about that. Like, I told everybody, fuck Justice League, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> just kidding. But um, it is not a good movie, though. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a lot of issues with it tonally, um, and it... You know, like, it just, it, it didn't look good either. No, that was the number one thing that I just started, like, realizing was just, like, a lot of the visuals are hideous to look at. <laughs> Strangely enough, though, have you seen, like, certain scenes of the movie, like, in its original, like, coloration? Yeah, they look way better. Yeah, the CG actually somehow, like, blends in better and everything. I don't know exactly how the CG works, but, like, that actually does work out. I mean... I kind of see why, because at least, like, it hides what Cyborg looks like, because Cyborg always looks like a freaking weird mishmash He looks like a diamond action figure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting. I, mean, I don't know if I like it, but it's definitely interesting. I don't know. To me, it was just like, Cyborg at no point looks cool or interesting, all right? He just looked like this walking, like, set of pixels. And he had the best lines in the whole movie taken out from the movie. What were they again? You should probably move. Uh, that was in the trailer. It was in the trailer and then they took it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was some bullshit. But that whole scene of just like, you know, like the um, the battle at the end, right? That was all shot at night, right? But why was it color corrected to look like bright as hell? Exactly. And yeah. like because of that, right? Like they didn't get enough time to properly edit out all the colors. So some things just look really, really weird, right? Yeah. That tentacle monster thing was also just strange. I just don't understand what that was. I'm yeah. sorry. And the story-wise, I didn't really care about that one family that was there. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, it was just like, hey, we're here. I Why? was like, okay, we'll go die now. Yeah, I was cause... like, how about we focus more on Victor Stone? Because like, he, he actually had a lot of scenes that you see in like, the trailers and stuff. Like him playing football in that weird kind of VR digital realm and stuff like that. That shit looked interesting. Mm -hmm. And then it was just gone. But I also have a my biggest issue with that whole movie is just who the main villain was, which is like who here actually gives a fuck about Steppenwolf? Yeah, we talked about this briefly in our very first episode, mm -hmm. which uh, we will link in the bottom or in the description if you're listening to this on the audio side. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, 
Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that movie. What did you think about the the two leading up to it? Superman and Batman v Superman. Superman Man of Steel was okay. Superman v Batman was not good. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say. How about Wonder Woman? And yes, we're skipping Suicide Squad. Wonder Woman was okay, actually. I, I actually did like it, yeah. And to me, you it was... did not like it? No, I did like it. Oh, okay. But what I was saying is, like, <clears throat> with Wonder Woman, it was only good just because, like, it was safe. There wasn't really any, like, you know issues or things that they tackled all right it wasn't at all that interesting right <laughs> in my opinion because to me it was just like okay in comparison to let's say like superman right man of steel right yeah it's the origin story behind superman right which has been done so often we've seen it like a million times right um for superman like you know the batman all right it was a trash fire <laughs> i actually liked batman v superman I would never say I loved it, but I certainly liked it. I think it was mostly because of weird aspects that was that, that hasn't been done on screen before. So Wonder Woman, I mean, yeah, we had like the Linda Carter like stuff back in like the, the 60s or 70s, I think. Yeah. But like this is like like a modern take and we could take her seriously. And she looked like an actual, you know, like, like a warrior. That was some, Wonder Woman was probably one of the best aspects of that movie. Um and then Ben Affleck's Batman, which everyone was like anticipating, and I still think that is the best on-screen looking bat suit. Um, Buff bat. <laughs> yeah, and it was com- it was a- it was comic accurate, um, and technically size wise, he's accurate. You know, people tend to forget that in the comic books, like Bruce Wayne is fucking huge. He's like f- six foot two or three or some shit, two hundred thirty pounds of just like pure muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you know, like Ben Affleck does fit that that art that type. So. Yeah, like I like that suit. I like aspects of it. Strangely enough, I don't like Superman's suit in like in the movies after um, Man of Steel. Have you noticed the differences? I did. Yeah, to be honest, like I just didn't really like it so much just because of the texture. But I guess they didn't have much of a choice. <laughs> the texture I didn't mind. The sheen I didn't mind. It just started to look really fake. Because in the first one, like yeah, they still use a muscle suit, but it still looks like a real human being Mm -hmm. in the second one he got a little bit too big but it was still like okay i could suspend my disbelief i don't know because to me it's like when i'm thinking about the suits right like batman's suit in like batman v superman right it like he looked large right like he reminded me more of um frank miller yeah uh because of just how freaking thick his chest was (laughs) and like how deep that ridge was right like in the middle well well, I, we we've had a private discussion about this. Like the reason why, as as we discovered, was because Ben Affleck did get larger as the movie progressed. Because mm-hmm. if you've seen like the initial um, screen test that was released by Jose Fernandez and his team uh, at Ironhead Studios, like it looked good. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, he got a little bit larger in the film, and I don't think that bothered me too much because it was mostly kept in the dark, mm-hmm. and he was moving really quickly, so there was ways to hide it. Um, they also fixed it in like. Uh, Suicide Squad, but like I said, we don't really talk about Suicide Squad. Uh, we'll get there, I'm sure. But no, yeah. we don't. We will not. We will never. We already refuse. had a whole episode yep, on yep. Suicide Squad. I refuse. Squads. I refuse. <laughs> um, but when it came to Justice League, right, the biggest issue I saw was just there was a lot of tonal things that didn't make sense, and it kind of broke sort of continuity, like like the 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 quick 180, both in terms of the 180 for for Batman liking Superman as a friend kind of makes sense you know like obviously it's still back to the martha thing but it it still kind of makes sense the thing that never made sense to me was why was he suddenly this jokey character to a degree batman 
Yeah, and why did he want to just commit suicide himself? You don't remember <laughs> when he was when he was when he was uh, gonna fight Steppenwolf? He was like, "All right, guys, since we have this team, you are going to stay away from the from this area. I'm gonna go in and fuck everything up." Oh, later, bitches. Oh gosh, <laughs> that just makes no sense for 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 Batman. Well, what was the point of having the team then? That's a good point, but I feel as though like. It's just, you know, what they wanted to do was have one of those moments of, like, Batman is willing to make that sacrifice, you know? Yeah. Because that is like, kind of been, like, a consistent thing when, when it comes to crises within the DC universe, right? Batman's always willing to, like, end himself so that everyone else lives, right? Yeah. I, yeah. But they still didn't do it well, right? Yeah, I will because, give you that. Because it made it look stupid. It's like, yes, I have this team of, like, fucking gods. Let's not use them. I'm done. I quit. <laughs> I am the League. But the thing is, like, my biggest issue with Justice League was that none of the characters actually made any sense, right? Based off of their, like, origins, right? So, Barry Allen, right? Like, you know, he is the Flash. I I need to stop you real quick about this. People who say Barry Allen is the best part of this movie, you're fucking lying to yourself. He was probably the worst part of this movie. He's one of them, in my opinion. He's not the worst thing about The only redeeming factor of him is that he listens to K-pop. He was listening to Blackpink. (sighs) I mean, I guess. But when I saw his cave, I was just like, Jesus Christ, this is like a little over the top. And then when we had that moment, right, of, I don't know who it was. It was Batman, I think, telling him like, dude, just go in there, all right, and just grab people and take them away. I'm just like, you're the fucking Flash. You're meant to be like a freaking investigator, right? Like you're supposed to be like- CSI. CSI, yeah, my bad. No, that's exactly what it means, crime scene investigation. (laughs) There you go. And to me, it's just like, as the Flash, right? Like, yes, rescue is the number one thing that you see him do, right? But he's also supposed to be able, all right, to actually fucking fight, right? Forget fighting, bro. That fool can't run. He can't even run, which was hilarious to me. The thing is, all right, like just seeing him kind of like, like the motions all look bad, right? There's not a single fight scene in that whole movie, right? That I think is like, okay, that actually looks okay. That, That fool freaking ran like... LeVar Ball. Have you, have you seen... Do you know who, who who that is? Okay, you're not going to get it, but dude, that, that run was messed up, man. It was bad. You they would also imagine, got the lightning off. <laughs> you would imagine that would be the one thing that they would nail. I guess. A character that runs. Okay, you need to be able to run. Cool, you got the job. In my opinion, all right, like, the only character, all right, that was the closest to their actual representation was Diana, right? Every other character is just off by, like, measured, like, magnitudes. I I think Victor Stone would have been okay in the original cut. In my opinion, yes, but Because there was a lot of stuff, like, planned and revolving around him that never made it to the final film. Well, if you think about it, all right, like, this Justice League movie was meant to be, like, a dark side war kind of thing, right? Like, that's sort of what they were aiming for, right? And a lot of that story focuses around Cyborg. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you know the original plan that Zack Snyder had for Justice League? So I don't know if this is going to be what the Snyder Cut is, but this is from what, I, from what I've researched. Apparently, the initial idea that Zack Snyder had for this was basically recycled and used for Apocalypse War. Which, thankfully and luckily, which was our last episode. <laughs> so we don't need to talk too much about it. So, But but for those who didn't know, um, the way that Zack Snyder wanted to do it was because of the visions that pa- uh, Patrick, what? That Batman had um, during the nightmare sequences and the time-traveling Flash in BVS. Mm-hmm. He got hella paranoid that he already was. Mm-hmm. Which does make sense, like, linearly compared to the story instead of being completely hopeful of 180. But um, he gets ultra-paranoid and then he wants to preemptively launch an attack against... Dark side in apocalypse and shit, and then obviously they're they're ill prepared, and then 
um well yeah hijinks ensues timeline reboot and everything like that yeah kind of yeah mm-hmm. so 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 that was a plan i don't know how dark Zack snatter wanted to take that approach to it mm. in terms of like like kill count or whatever but that was like initially how he wanted to take it whether or not that's going to be what we say on hbo max is different I mean, it's HBO Max, so potentially, right? But, we but could actually thing, see some gore. Well, yeah, but the thing is, like, I don't think... Because the thing about the Snyder Cut is, I don't think this is a case of, like, we're going to reshoot new stuff. I think it's they're going to take whatever they already have, maybe re, redub some things or reanimate certain things. But I don't think this is a, a case where they're going to refilm stuff. Yeah, I personally don't see like any form of refilming for this. Which then again, that makes me worry because there's just some scenes in Justice League that just don't work. Like Batman saying, "Ah, something is definitely bleeding." Oh gosh! <laughs> How do you go from "Tell me, do you bleed?" to "Yep, something is definitely bleeding." <laughs> I don't know. Ah, to me, my leg. <laughs> it felt as though, all right, that. That whole, like, Batman, all right, character that they were kind of messing with for Justice League, because in all honesty, it does not feel like the previous Batman characters. It doesn't look like him. Exactly, right? It feels as though that they wanted him to be, like, a tired old dad kind of character, right? Which, in my opinion, like, kind of works, all right? But, ah, like, this is meant to be serious. Like, this is the Justice League, right? We're fighting, like, a war or whatever, right? So, doesn't make any sense to me, The The other thing that bothered me about that movie... And I don't know if you ever recently we saw it. I did just for the sake of this podcast, and I do have regrets. I already watched clips. I am wasting my time. <laughs> have you noticed that like his hair continuity changes? <laughs> the colors, or no, like just in general, like well, his physical continuity changes a lot because of like the reshoots. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell that his physique was not the same at certain points. Yeah, and that bothered me. And and you don't even need to look as deep as like looking at the shape of the body, like just the cheeks. And the jawline, and, and you know, I was about to say. Admittedly, you know, Ben Affleck at the time was going through a lot of th- a lot of things. He was kind of like having alcohol issues again. Mm-hmm. He was in like therapy and whatever the fuck. So, you know, I don't blame the dude necessarily, but like I would imagine they would have figured, you know, different ways to reshoot it to not be that obvious in between cuts. I think though, they probably saw that issue, all right, and didn't want to resu- like resort to the same solution that they had for the Henry Cavill mustache. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it just looks like his mouth is moving like really weird. Like it's... it looks like he has Botox. Yeah, exactly. Upper, upper upper lip. Up here is just dead, <laughs> right? Yeah. Which is just like what the fuck. But also, I don't know. To me, it was just like they really did not set the power scale like properly for a lot of these characters, right? Yeah. Flash, right? Um, they basically made him like almost like a glorified cheerleader. It felt like because what does he do, right? He runs around and he runs. Yeah, and he pushed Diana's sword towards her. That was a cool shot. That was a cool shot, right? And in my opinion, you almost can't go bad when it comes to slow mo, like you know, speedster kind of shit. Yeah. But. From there, all right, we got Aquaman. What can Aquaman do? Oh, he's got his trident. What do you mean, bro? He has abs. <laughs> he's got abs, <laughs> and he's got the sickest hair ever, right? Yeah, and he's tatted up. What do you mean? And not only... <laughs> he's tatted up. But here's my issue, right? As Aquaman, all right, the entire fight scene is on land. <laughs> well, here, here's my thing, right? Like, to me, I think... That's just because of, like, the general disrespect that Aquaman gets. And people forget that he's, like, legitimately... He could legitimately stand toe-to-toe with, like, Superman, Wonder Woman, 
so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that this film showcased that well. And that's what I mean, right? Like they set all the power skills like completely off, right? Yeah. They decided to center it all onto Superman and kind of Batman, right? And that's it. I would just say Superman because like when he came back from the grave, right? I mean, because like the previous movie that involved these characters, BVS, we saw how Batman and Diana were struck. Batman, Superman and Diana were like struggling to face Doomsday, right? Yeah. And then in this one, like, bruh, Superman just like flicked like Diana like on her shield and she just flew like basically like buildings worth of space like away from him not only that but like when he was revived and barry allen was kind of like running past him right and his eyes kept up i was just like no that was cool i can't even lie that was cool it was cool but to me it's just like you are shafting like every other character in Mm -hmm. fairness though the flash in this one is a bitch flash He's not a good flash. In yeah, my yeah. Opinion. Mm-hmm. So, so. You, by the way, is it just me or, or does he look like Joji? Does he look like Filthy Frank? I swear to God, he looks like Filthy Frank. I'll be honest. All right, like I just couldn't look past. He like, just the looks, ridiculousness of his suit. To be honest, I didn't mind his suit Why? because the cables you don't really see them. When he like once it's in motion, I don't mind it that much. When I saw the still image, though, I was like, oh no, he looks like the the new Power Rangers. <laughs> But when it was in motion, I'm like, you know what? This is this is all right. My issue with it, all right, was I guess it's like kind of coming down to the physique of it, all right, which is that it's barrel chested. You don't really get that kind of like V-shape, right, that like Flash actually has, right? Because the Flash is meant to be like kind of like a fit guy, Barry Allen, right? Yeah. It looked closer to like a Bart Allen kind of character. Or even like a young Wally. Exactly, right? In terms of like just the straight physique, right? Yeah. And to me, it's just like, Kind of works, looks a little chunky in some weird spots. I don't really like it, all right? But in motion, I do see what you mean. Yeah. But following on that, right, my biggest issue when, is that whenever he's in motion, it's blue lightning. It's not the usual yellow, which to me was just like, one job, one job. Okay, that's true. I will say, I don't think having the yellow lightning in this film would have worked considering how shit like the color grade was anyways uh, fair i mean we would never know until until like this new cut comes out i guess but i don't know dude to me like i think the biggest issue that justice league had right was that it was cut re-edited and like re-edited over and over again right like it's a frankenstein i think the best way to word it is it is a condom that is used more than once yeah if you want to go that far but yeah because <laughs> <laughs> There's just gaps between certain parts of the movie, right? That are just like well, there's not a, explained. yeah, there's a lot of stuff cut. Like um, like even Barry Allen, he gets redeemed at a point. I believe like there's a whole sequence that shows him like saving Iris, and they even casted Iris. And like the That's CG was <laughs> almost good for that. Like like they had a lot of pre- preliminary stuff done. Like the big things, like the like the car being flipped over or whatever the fuck, or maybe it was a bus. Mm-hmm. I forget, but like they they didn't they didn't carry through with that. So. But here's my question for you. How do you feel, all right, about this movie not having that Green Lantern that Ryan Reynolds was supposed to be? Absolutely fine. You think absolutely fine? I don't think anyone likes that version of Green Lantern. I don't think anyone does, yeah. But to me, it was just like, I kind of feel like the team is missing something. Well, that makes sense because, you know, Unite the, the, the Seven. What the fuck does that mean? Wait a minute. No, really. <laughs> Just remember that. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> oh, crap. There's seven, but there's only five. There's only there. six of them if you include Superman. Oh, Lord. 
like I said, all right? Like, there's so much just, like, edited, like, just shot to hell, right? <laughs> S- supposedly, um, we've always seen Martian Manhunter in this. Not, not, not in Justice League, but I meant in the DCEU. He was oh. supposed to be the Black General. Oh, yeah. I don't remember his name. I forgot no. his name, too. No. Nice. <laughs> I remember that, and that was confirmed, like, years after the movie yeah, came so, out so, so either we could have got Martian Manhunter in this movie, and technically they could still do that. If they really wanted to, to spill the, the expense to animate Martian Manhunter and then just get the actor to do the voiceover, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, especially if they do the CG accordingly to, like, whatever lighting they choose. True, but, I mean... Now, all right, I'm curious about the Snyder Cut because if we are like doing the seven, right, and they completely like get cut Green Lantern out, all right, but they bring in some of the newer characters that they introduced, like Shazam. I don't mind that at all. I don't mind that at all either, right? Yeah. And to me, it would actually make a lot of sense just because of that um, final credit scene that we got for Shazam. Yeah. So I think, all right, that would actually be kind of fun. I would finally give Shazam something to do. I don't think they would do that though, just because, like, I don't think they have any footage of. Uh... Of Shazam. What's his name again? The actor? Uh, Zachary Levi. Right, right, right. Or Asher Angel as a kid. <laughs> Dude was entangled. That's all I remember. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was Flynn Ryder. I don't remember. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, so so but yeah, so I think which this with this new HBO Max, um, we have the opportunity to not necessarily fix a lot of things because like they are just taking footage that's already been been been, been shot. They just need to clean up re-edit it so i think something you know as optimistic as we can be and should be we also need to consider the possibility that this could be shit yeah i will say this i don't think it, it will nearly be as bad like either way i think this is this has to be an upgrade from f- from the first one from like from, from the theatrical cut it just has to yeah because to me it was like Anything can be better, right, than weird metal tentacle monster and vibrating mother cube boxes? Mother boxes. Those were mother boxes, right? Yes. Those are so off. Yeah, they really should just be like a tiny little thing. Exactly, right? It really should be a Rubik's Cube. Exactly. (laughs) But to me, it was just like everything about this like world that they're trying to establish is wrong. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, and to me, it's just like, I don't know what they're going to do. They might redeem some things, all right? Because um, remember recently, all right, that they confirmed that the CW11 Flash universe, all right, is yeah. like, it's all within technically the same multiverse. Yeah, in, in Crisis of Infinite Earths, the uh, multi-part, multi-show crossover, um, they established that it was part of the same universe and stuff. And that's when Barry meets Barry. That's when Ezra Miller meets uh, Grant Gustin. And that's when he first gets the identity of the Flash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to me, it's like, if that's the case, like, who knows? Maybe potentially we could see Grant Gustin actually show up, like, in the HBO Max one. But that might be a bit, I don't know, outside of his usual stuff because it gets pretty gruesome. Yeah. But I will say, though, all right, just because we're kind of on the topic, right? Grant Gustin, he's my favorite, like, version of The Flash. <laughs> you don't, You don't agree? Not feeling it? For live action, yeah, but I would probably still stick with like the Wally West in uh, in in the animated universe. Yeah, I mean, I can't help but agree with that one because, like, can know- I just say too? I I think I like Wally West more than Barry Allen as the Flash, anyways. Really? Yeah. 
What are we talking here? Like the animated one or live action? No, comic books. Comic books, right? 90s. Okay. Yeah. Okay, now which Wally West? Because there's two versions of Wally Ginger. West. Ginger. Okay. Ginger in the 90s, specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I can see that. My only issue with any of these flashes that we've kind of seen, right, is that, like, if you really look at it, all right, like, DC is always going to be king when it comes to their animated features, right? And anything, like, you know, within those universe works quite well. The Flash that we got, all right, from, like, Flashpoint Paradox, Paradox. right? Yeah. That one, to me, was, like, one of the best, right? Yeah. Uh, you could not get more hype than, like, at the very end when he's, like, trying to run, right? Um, but when but that was so bad. That was, like, the worst CG. No, I'm talking the... about, like, the um, the animated one. Yeah, that for was... For Flashpoint Paradox. Do you remember how that actually ends? Oh, no, no, not with the Batman. Not Batman, like, you know, when he's, like, running through Gotham, right? What I'm talking about is, like, at the end when the bomb goes off. Do you know what I'm talking about? Flashpoint oh. Paradox. Okay. Right? When, all right, the nuke finally goes off and Barry's told, right, like, you oh, have to okay. go back, right? To me, okay. it's like, that point was like, hype. Because you that said the sick. end, and I thought, like, the end end, that was, that looked like uh, ass. To me, it was like, whatever. But um, when it comes to, like, the live action stuff, right? Like, it's always hit or miss, all right? Like, I yeah. feel as though the only, like, characters that they really landed for the live action stuff was... Shazam and Wonder Woman? Shazam and Wonder Woman, yeah. Actually, even Aquaman in his solo film. I would say yes, because Aquaman was good. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly. Because <laughs> I, I thought it was just going to be like an entire film based off an underwater level. But no, it, we had deserts actually, which I did not expect. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, in all honesty, I think like DC's finally realizing, right, like, you know, how to make proper superhero movies. <laughs> because before they just had way too many people like directing or co-directing or like producing or something like that and the visions kept getting mixed <laughs> i genuinely think that they just need to stick to their guns because marvel did that too let's not pretend like marvel is perfect because we've seen some shit movies that a lot of people pretend doesn't exist the first two thors trash iron man 2 trash Daredevil. iron man 3 we don't really talk about iron man 3 it's just it's, it's mediocre no one really likes it or dislikes it it's fine i don't think anyone even talks about iron man 2 <laughs> Because it's trash. Yeah. The best part about Iron Man 2 was maybe the CG and that's it. Not even in my opinion, but hey. That's what I said, maybe. Listen, right? Like anything when it comes... Well, any like suit up, right? Like yeah. shot of Iron Man is always fucking cool to look at. Yeah, that's at. what I'm saying. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll say this though. I will say this though. The thing that I've always liked about DC movies more than Marvel movies. I shouldn't say always, but generally is the way that they look. Because... Some people might, like, be thrown off by that. It's like, what? It's so dark or whatever. It might be a little bit dark. It might be whatever. But the thing is, they have actual style to them. If you look at a lot of Marvel movies, like post-Avengers, they all look very... They all look the same, and they look kind of gray. It's not just me, right? Like, it looks like it's... Like, the blacks aren't blacks. They're, like, a weird gray or a blue. It's I know like, what you're talking about. Like, it's unsaturated. And then the compositions are kind of generic sometimes. It's slightly muted, yeah. Like, the colors are yeah. definitely muted. <laughs> and then the CG sequences are hit or miss. Like, when it's good, it's really good. When it's bad, like Black Panther ending, it's really bad. Oh, boy. <laughs> or even, like, some of the CG in Spider-Man uh, Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of them just look like rubber band people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. To me, it's like... When it comes to, like, you know, animated features, right, DC is always going to be, like, the best, in my opinion, right? Like, looking at Marvel's, like, kind of track record with some of their animated stuff is, like, I get it. It's, like, geared more towards kids, you know? Yeah, you've seen their cringy CGI 
uh, kids animated films. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they hurt my eyes to look at, <laughs> in yeah. all honesty. Um, and DC's, like, you know, DC's also got, like, their own kid shows, right? Like, uh, there was that one that had, like, an all-female superhero cast. I don't remember what it was. Um, but also, like, Teen Titans Go. We don't talk about Teen Titans Go <laughs> in my house. We don't talk about that, yeah. <laughs> um, and because of that, right, I feel as though, I don't know, like, when it comes to live-action movies, right? Like, DC's, like, struggled the hardest, right, in landing their characters. Especially of recent. Exactly, yeah. right? Um, and for Robert Pattinson? Robert, Robat Pattinson. Robat Pattinson, yeah. yeah. I'm really curious to see how his Batman actually, like, goes. Because his suit is all kind of jank. Yeah. I don't even really know what this story is going to be about. Because I know that it's it's meant to be, like, a year one Batman kind of story, right? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's hard to tell, right? So... I'll say this, like, much like The Flash, like, I feel like I need to see it in motion. It might look better. Because, <laughs> like, from the stills, because, like, every picture of it looks different. Like, the proportions of it looks different. Like, there's certain shots of it where it doesn't look bad. There's certain shots of it where his head looks oversized. No, the arm. And we are back. Sorry about that. We had a bit of a video feed issue. We're still getting used to this. <laughs> but, yeah, um... We're talking about the Batsuit. Thank you. Robert Pattinson. <laughs> yeah, so we're talking about the Robert Pattinson Batsuit and everything. We don't really know how that's going to work out. We know that it's not, a, at least we think it's not a part of the DCEU, right? I don't know. In all honesty, like, they don't explain anything anymore. Right? Then let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing, right? Like, DC is, like, tight-lipped now about, like, their movies. They don't yeah. really say, like, you know, what universe is meant to be or, right, like, you know, or what time does this, like, actually happen? <laughs> I don't think they need to, though, because, like, with the success of, for example, like Joaquin's Phoenix Joker movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah like, like that was that was perfectly fine, and everyone knew it was a different movie and everything. To or me, it's like I universe. really hope that they don't bring that into a universe because I feel as though like Arthur, Arthur Fleck. Yeah, because to, in my opinion, right, like it works as a standalone, right? Do yeah. not mix this in, or right? I do not make him like a legit like supervillain out there, like you know, blowing up cities and bombs or whatever. I don't right? even think it would work in terms of like with Batman with Robert Pattinson. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. assuming that Robert Pattinson in in this new film is anywhere between his late twenties, early thirties, mm-hmm. bro, bro, Arthur's gonna die soon. Well, Arthur's like an old ass man in a mental asylum. Well, in, Gotham. in his own film, he was implied to be 30, 35 age wise. That guy does not look 35. Well, I mean, of course, he was also dehydrated and shit, but like, you know. All right, That fine. is the way it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we had to make him look emaciated, I guess. So, makes yeah. sense. But yeah, so. What, what are some major changes that you that you wish would be addressed in this upcoming Snyder Cut, so to speak? Oh, boy. Um. That's a loaded question, just because, in my opinion, all right, like, I don't know if they can. They probably can't at all, all right, but get rid of Steppenwolf. Okay, yeah, okay, well, be realistic here, but... I know, I know, right? That's just saying, oh, I want to. I want them to change Harry Potter. What do you want to change by Harry Potter? Could we just not have Harry Potter? I we could do that. <sighs> okay, fine. So, if there was anything I'd want them to change is focus more on Cyborg, all right and sure. fix his editing like fix his cgi because he is ugly i don't think they they, they, they could do that in time <sighs> maybe like they might have the raw right like you know like the raw shots or whatever right and like might be able to like you know in post fix but you would have to it. completely redesign a new model and then you have to like adjust it for lighting and stuff in every single shot 
in my opinion, all right, all you have to do for him, for his weird fucking armor, all right, is just give him a proper chest plate. <laughs> because everything mm, looked like okay. tin foil, like crinkling forwards. <laughs> oh my god, it does. <laughs> right? So to me, it was just like, just establish a chest plate. Dude, I can't get that image out of my head now. Right? And now everything else flows from there, right? After that, all right? God. Fix the Flash, right? Actually make him fight. I don't think you can fix the Flash. Oh, this is what I mean. My biggest issue is that power scaling, right? Is completely off for all the characters, right? Also, just continuity, bro. Exactly. How how did how did this Flash w- become the Flash of the future that went back in time to tell, to warn Bruce? They were definitely hinting at like a lot more going on, and yeah. in my opinion, all right, like I think DC, like you know, just kind of like taking a tangent from the this question, right? Like. I think DC shot themselves in the foot by mm. making the team up movie first. <laughs> they should have followed through with like a Marvel kind of strategy of like each character kind of gets their own standalone, right? And they may not be amazing or whatever, right? But they establish the character a bit more in the universe. Because <laughs> to me, it's like seeing Flash just show up and seeing what his cave looks like. I was just like, this is, looks like the cave of a psychopath. <laughs> like, <laughs> Barry Allen doesn't even have a cave. <laughs> And then we see, like, Cyborg, like, he's born through this movie, right? Fine. That perfectly makes sense, right? And then we see, like, Superman, he's dead. Batman, whatever. Diana, the mascara, whatever, right? Like, those are kind of meant to be, like, you know, distant stories, right? Yeah. So, to me, it's like, if you did the standalones, all right, at first, and actually established, like, what these characters are, how they got to the point of, like, I just push people, man. I don't fight. I don't hit. I just give them wedges, dog. Exactly. And what's stupid is, like... I'm, I don't know. I think my biggest issue is the Flash in this movie. Now that I, think I told you, I, I think the Flash is probably the worst. A, a lot of people, when they first said, yeah, the Flash is the best part of this. I'm like, why the fuck you lying, dude? Ezra Miller, uh, that's the actor for him. I, I think, like, he really needed better lines. He needed better scenes. No, so. of course. Because if you've seen him, because in BVS, he seemed okay. Yeah. Granted, we've only seen him say, like, five things. I mean... Also, the unmentionable Suicide Squad. <clears throat> he was in that movie as well. We don't talk. No, you want to get kicked out? I just told you we don't talk about Suicide Squad in this house. Oh, jeez. But anyways, like I think reshoot the Flash. All right, like fix some of his scenes. All right, get rid of that whole scene between him and Bruce of like Bruce being like, just go in there and pull people out. Get rid of that. Just the, the, get rid the, of the it. thing is, like, I don't think they're shooting anything for this. They're not, but you can still cut. And here's the thing, right? Yeah. This movie, like I said before, has been like shot, reshot, edited, re-edited, like it's a Frankenstein creation, right? We yeah. don't know how much spare footage there is lying around of scenes that we just never ever like got to see. Like fucking you should probably move. Exactly, right? Like shit that was used for the trailers. I will right? jizz when I see that. <laughs> <laughs> then you really should probably move. <laughs> In my opinion, all right, like, there are so many, like, how should I say, like, probably, like, reels of footage, all right, that we just don't even know about. So, True. potentially, all right, we could probably get an entirely different movie. But if The Flash is written the way that he is in both versions, then he was just destined to be a bad character, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, this Snyder Cut is really going to prove something, in my opinion, which is that maybe we weren't supposed to get a Justice League movie <laughs> out of all this. Well, I-, I don't mind if it's, like, a mediocre movie. Like, for example, Angel Ultron was not good i would say it's good but it's not like like if, if i didn't see it i don't think i'd be offended or anything well 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If Justice League was at least like that, I don't think anybody would ha- would bat too much of an eye. Mm-hmm. And I and I've mentioned this before with my homeboy William. I said like, just after we saw Suicide Squad, I'm like, man, if either Justice League or Wonder Woman, if neither of them are good, this is done. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, we had the Wonder Woman movie, which was which was great. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but but this Justice League movie, oh my god. Yeah. The other thing too is I'm not sure how they're going to release it. There are rumors saying that it would be released as a four hour film, four hour film. That's, um, that's other longer room- than like a Lord of the Rings movie. <laughs> uh, other other sources say that it'll be released as like a like a multi part type of like an episodic kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I, actually, I don't man. think I would mind that if it was split into like a, a decent amount of number, like a, like between three to about three or four. I think that's okay. I think I think the most if you do something like that is like five or six yeah if you go past six i'll be like I'll, I'll be questioning a lot of things exactly like the flow might fuck you up a bit exactly right yeah as long as it's not 13 episodes right like that would what the fuck <laughs> yeah um okay we're doing good for time what you know because because there's there's been <laughs> cries so to speak um <laughs> on, on on the twitterverse and shit um people are are now asking josh josh trank to come back to, to fix Fant- Fantastic, <coughs> and uh... <laughs> do you... um, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. But... You... Yeah, what do you? Yo, what, what do you think? Okay, so this is just my own personal thing. I personally do not like the Fantastic Four. In oh, all, all like the, the characters themselves. And the characters in general. Okay. I don't like them, right? I don't like them because I feel as though that they're still a product of... The like, 60s? Yeah, the 60s, all right? And they almost have no place in the real world right now. Okay. Right? I'm only saying that, right, because, like, you can almost never make elastic powers look cool, in my opinion, right? Mm. The only, like, kind of closer thing that I kind of saw with that, or I was, like, Ralph... Digby or whatever, right, from CW11. Elongated man. Exactly, yeah. Why do you keep on calling it CW11? I don't remember. I don't know. It's 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 the Arrowverse. That's <laughs> the right no, term. No, but why, where, where is the 11 coming from? I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. My brain's, like, making this up from, like, a past memory. R2-D2 channel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, like, I personally don't think that the Fantastic Four really has much of a place, like, in the current superhero world that we have right mm. um the thing is like rock man okay uh the... no he's not the rock man he's the thing mega man is the rock man <laughs> anyways and then we have like you know invisible girl and then we have uh what was it the torch. Storm, human yeah. torch the yeah. torch i don't f- <laughs> that, that's the thing four. right like torch. to me all right like and then we have like franklin franklin richards right and to me, it's like... Well, not yet. Not yet. You can potentially make his character work, all right? By having him not use his powers at all, almost, all right? And just having him use his intellect. Yeah. To me, like, if you have a plotting, intelligent, like, main character, all right? That actually works quite well. The thing... It'll, it'll be difficult, in my opinion, right? Like, it's hard because we already have the Hulk. We already also have Korg, if you think about it. Who is also just another rock man. <laughs> with with way more personality. And a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And then you have, like, you know, Human Torch, right? Which is on fire. Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm, mm. in my opinion, he can stand alone as a character. Well, I mean, he technically did. Like, the original one. The there Android you, one. There you go, yeah. right? And then we have uh, Susan Richards? I don't... Susan Storm Richards. I don't remember. Because they're married, so... Exactly, yeah. No. In my opinion, like, invisibility does not quite work. I think if they if they push more the, the projectiles that they can make with invisibility, it would work. Well, her whole but, thing is like force fields as well. Right? Yeah, force, for, force files. <laughs> force fields and, and projectiles. But I feel like, generally speaking, no one really cares about the Fantastic Four. They just care about Doctor Doom. Exactly. <laughs> but to me, it's like, Fantastic Four, like, ah, oh my gosh. Like, it is a cursed franchise, right? Yeah. Like, the first few movies that we got, all right, with, I don't remember... What was that? The female actress that we had for Susan Storm. <gasps> Jessica Alba? Jessica Alba. Dude, I used to... I love Jessica Alba. <laughs> what do you think that she made a good Susan Storm? No, it was weird. Why would you... <laughs> no, 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 no. Hear me out, hear me out. We all know that Jessica Alba is a very, like, beautiful woman and everything. But why would you cast somebody who is, like... Who has, like, a very... Who has, like, a, a Latin American look and then force her to, 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 to either wear a wig or dye her hair blonde and then get blue contacts? Mm. Makes no sense to me. No. But then again... The latest Fantastic Four. Bruh, the latest fan, bruh, fan four sick, the Susan Storm and that, like, her hair color changes, like, dude, I complained, I briefly complained about Ben Affleck in Justice League, bruh, it's not even close to that shit. There you go. Anyways, the reason why I brought it up is because Josh Trank said no. I'm glad. (laughs) I am so glad. Because in my opinion, Fantastic Four should stay dead. Jesus. I don't see it working as a franchise. I don't see these characters actually having interesting, like, storylines later down the line, right? Unless... Unless you completely rebrand them, right, into the Future Foundation, which is what the comics did, right? And the Future Foundation brought in Spider-Man, so there's your tie-in. Speaking of Spider-Man, so I was wondering, like, what what other film franchises that you know of who, you know, did have, like, a lot of footage film that you would like to see them try to recut or re-edit? The first thing that came to my mind when I thought of this was the Amazing Spider-Man franchise. Oh, boy. Because the thing about... Because, you know, love it, love them or hate him. A lot of people hate him. I just hate the second one. The first one was honestly perfectly fine. The thing that I love about them is, generally speaking, the casting of the core characters are good. Mm-hmm. Sally Field as Aunt May, perfectly fine. Uh, I'll talk about Andrew Garfield later, but like I think everyone loves Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. Yep. The thing about Andrew Garfield, I feel like, because like, a lot of people say, oh, no, Peter Parker has no friends. He's too looking. He, he, Peter Parker had friends, bro. He had a lot of friends. They were all geeks too, but but he had friends. The thing, yes, yeah. The thing, yeah, that's the thing. The thing about Peter Parker is, you know, he's not just meant to be typecast as a nerd. He is definitely science, like scientific and shit. He's meant to be an outcast. And at that era, there's a lot of people complain like, oh, oh, Andrew Garfield is not a fucking outcast or whatever. This this would never happen. Well, we were actually teenagers around that time, and I can I can assure you that is what a fucking weird weirdo would be in high school at that time. I had friends. In fairness, though, I don't think any fucking high schooler looked like they were in their 30s. Right. You know, you can maybe... You, yeah, but, you know, like, at that time, I was a teenager, and I can assure you, he's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> that's why I defend it. Like, like, he's too good. I'm like, no, no, that's... That, he's fucking weird. <laughs> he's fucking weird. Well, my thing about it was that... Um, so, whenever I think of Spider-Man or Peter Parker as a character, right? Like, the number one thing that comes to my mind is, like, he's meant to be a loser. Yeah. He's meant to be, like, kind of like this dork, right, that just never gets a break, right? He's meant to be fucking weird. Exactly, right? And Andrew Garfield, I think, 
didn't do the best job of that. I think he did a good job, right? But with the scenes that he was given, right? Like, you know, the dude skateboards, right? Like, you know, he's kind of like coasting through like school or whatever, right? And like, and honestly, he's kind of lovable, all right, because of it. Okay. Um, And he's good looking and all that, all right? And to me, it's just like, Peter Parker's meant to have like fucking acne and glasses and look like a dork, all right? Not necessary. It's not really not necessary, yeah. right? Like, you don't have to stick that strictly, right, with that kind of thing going here, right? Like, you yeah. know, I'm not going to say that, like, you know, putting a zit on his head was going to make him, like, more of a dork or anything yeah. like that. And the thing, too, is, like, you know, in certain iterations, like, in, in Bendis' run, like, Spider-Man does have, like, there is a, a charming quality to him. Like, yes, he's, he's, like I said, he's fucking weird. I just love saying that now. It just audibly sounds cool, too. It's fucking weird. <laughs> he's just a weirdo yeah, yeah but, but he, there's still a charm to his weirdo ways and i think that was demonstrated really well in, in a scene with um when, when uncle ben confronted like uh peter is like the bro why the fuck did you like bully this dude and, and then and then like this is like wait hold on that's a girl from your computer and shit and like yet yeah, in any other circumstance it's fucking weird mm-hmm. but like there was a charm to it it also helped that you know andrew garfield and emma stone had natural chemistry that was like really good yep Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's 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 one that's the main reasons why as to why I want to see it. It's also because there's a lot of shit that that was cut in the trailers that I really want to see how that w- would have played out. Like when Dane DeHaan as a uh, Harry Osborn was like was like, oh, uh, so we've been watching you forever, Peter Parker. And now isn't that the question of the day or some shit? What the fuck was up with that man? <laughs> that was so interesting. I I needed to know what what the fuck was up with that. I don't know. To me, it's like. There's parts of that movie that I feel are just... Uh, <laughs> Paul Giamatti as the rhino? Yeah. Paul Giamatti as the rhino. Uh, Electro Debstup. Sorry. Debstup. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dubstep fight scene. <laughs> that one was just like... Oh boy. You're really catering to an audience. The know? thing is, Jamie Foxx... The, the the thing about both both Damien as Dame, the nerd, yeah, I was about to bring that up <laughs> with a lift and like the and the hair. What was up with the and hair? The buck teeth, the gap, yeah, and that magically got fixed when with the eels and shit. Yeah, like the electricity fixed his. That was face. a weird movie. No, but, the, but I was about to say like the thing is I like Dane DeHaan as Harry Osborn. I don't think he did a bad job, but as the Goblin, it was just like no. Well, why? What is wrong with you guys? Why are you guys so afraid of like green and purple? Man, just do it. Why did you always have to make him look so monstrous? <laughs> I think they were trying to go for like an ultimate thing, but if so, they had to commit to it all the way. Yeah, and like it would have that would have been closer more to like a hobgoblin kind of design, don't you think? Because the hobgoblin one is like the more monstrous looking design, isn't it? Not really. Unless you want to go for the modern one, the demo goblin type of hobgoblin. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but the thing was like he was okay as as Harry Harry I almost said Harry Potter Harry Osborn, but like as the Green Goblin or whatever. I'm just like, no, this doesn't work. The inverse for Jamie Foxx as a uh, Electro, as a uh, Dylan. Uh, I was just like, wait, yeah, Max. Excuse me. I was just like, what is this? What, <laughs> what am I watching? When I saw that, I immediately like thought like you guys are pushing like really hard, <laughs> right? Like it is forced. Subtlety is not there. Exactly. Right. But but as Electro though, I'm like, yo, aside from the dubstep thing, like, yo, I, I ain't mad. Yeah, some people are like, oh, it looks like the comics. I'm like, that's kind of true, but also kind of not true. He looks like the ultimate version. Yeah. Like like the Bendis again. Or I don't know who, who drew that. Fuck. 
uh, it's just escape. It's just escape my mind. But like, yeah, like it, lo- it looks like that version. Of course, he has to suit and stuff to make it look like realistic. So yeah. I don't, I don't mind it. It's not like X Men where they removed all the colors from the character. It still I looks know. okay. Magneto looks fine, but he's all black. It was actually, pur- it was actually purple. Yeah? yeah, really dark purple, admittedly. Mm. But anyways, yeah. But um, speaking of suits, though, I just want to see the Amazing Spider-Man suit again. The second one. Yeah. My favorite on-screen appearance. Yeah, I'd say, like, you know, that is actually, like, kind of up there for, like, some of the best in-person suits, like, live-action stuff. Yeah. Mm, but let me think for my movie, right, that I think, like, could be redone or needs to be redone. Um, Fantastic Four is already out. Like, you know, that's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, like... I don't like any of this. Well, you stories. need to remember this. This this has to be oh, like something that already exists, but needs to be fixed with existing footage, not just completely. Oh, let me make a new movie. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's what makes it hard. That's why I thought of Amazing Spider-Man. Because my answer was gonna be Ghost Rider, but like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It's hard because like the main Marvel movies that I had uh, like my biggest issue with, right, was um daredevil and ghost rider right and i have no idea if there's that much footage left over from them well with daredevil they did kind of fix in the director's cut it's still like a mediocre movie but yeah. it's 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 not it's no longer like dog shit fair i yeah. mean okay i'm probably gonna have to pull from like a dc movie because if there was one Batman movie <laughs> catwoman you, you can't say Catwoman. Catwoman. <laughs> we, okay, I apologize. We actually don't talk about Catwoman in this house either. Halle Berry's Catwoman. No, 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 no. We don't talk about that in this household. <laughs> We're also running low on time. Yeah, okay, fine. So I guess for my answer, I'm probably going to have to go with BBS. I think, right, for BBS, all right, you can do a lot more, all right, if you just focus on actually just Batman versus Superman, right? I don't know if it was necessary to introduce Diana into that movie. And though you say, right, like, you know, she's the best part, I think the only reason why is because she wasn't anything to do with Bruce or Clark, right? I thought the obvious answer was going to be Suicide Squad, actually. Do I, I think almost... it would end up being a good movie? Well, Probably well, not. Well... But there's a lot of Joker stuff that... Like, we know there's a lot of shit that, that was cut out from that movie. So, here's the thing, right? Like, Suicide Squad would be my second answer for that, right? Just yeah. because I feel as though BVS has a lot more potential to work with something, right? Yeah. But Suicide Squad itself, like, it's kind of like a loose cannon, right? In a lot of ways. That's the air that... You know, sorry, that's the atmosphere to Suicide Squad, right? Mm. Um, and Suicide Squad, I think, like, yes, you can, like, reshoot an entire movie with it, all right? Like, probably just with the Joker footage, all right? And it would be better. Because in my mind, I felt as though, like, Joker was going to be the main villain. No, that, apparently. That's what I, that would be the obvious thing to do. Yeah. But... Why would you have, like, world-ending things in, like, a B-movie? Exactly. Or, like, a side movie. I shouldn't say B-movie. In, in, in a side plot movie. Yeah. You and... would imagine it would be the Joker. Exactly. And the thing is, right, like, in Suicide Squad, I feel as though, like... There are only two characters that I really give any craps about, right? Can I guess? Go ahead. Will Smith as Deadshot. Mm-hmm. Marco Robbie as uh, as Harley Quinn. Yeah. And then maybe if there was a third one, it would be Captain Boomerang by uh, Jack Cart- Courtney. Just because he was... I think he was made for that role, honestly. In my opinion, yes. Because he was probably one of the best parts about that. Even though everyone shits on Jack Courtney, I feel like that was like the perfect role for him. I thought it was good. I thought he was like just fine as Captain Boomerang, right? But when it came but down... But have you seen to- him in Terminator? Okay, wait. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're, we're going Terminator? off topic. Sorry, sorry. Die Hard. Oh we're my going, god. Oh god. We're going off topic. Anyways, 
Suicide Squad, I think, like, I don't know, there's not enough clout behind it, right, to really warrant, like, a redone or, like, you know, restyling behind it. Well, like it. I said, most people hate that movie anyways. <laughs> exactly, right? And the thing is, like, I think we are going to get a redone version of the Suicide Squad, aren't we? This one having... Guy from Pacific Rim. <laughs> the general from Pacific Rim, the first one. I didn't see the first one. Shit. Oh, gosh. Um... What other movies was this was this guy in? Heimdall from you know Heimdall from Idris uh, Elba. Yeah, Idris Elba. Like we're gonna get him as Deadshot. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. I, yeah. I thought that was just a rumor. I also thought it was just a rumor until I saw someone like sent like a a shot of them recording. So I have no idea. <laughs> and he looked good in the suit. <laughs> well, Idris Elba is also a le- like a legit martial artist. I believe he won his first Taekwondo tournament at age forty five or some shit. This man is old. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Christ. but he don't he don't look old. Like he like he's 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 a, he's a smooth D's motherfucker. He's like Will Smith. They never age. But a lot of people like here's a here's a subtle thing too. I think a lot of people sometimes forget there's other black actors out there and mm-hmm. unknowns. Like like did you see that movie Tenant? Well, it's not out, but like the the trailer for the movie yeah. Tenant. Yeah. That could be Bronze Tiger. Actually, yeah. That man would kill it. Yeah. Actually, yeah. But to me, it's like BVS has much more writing behind it, all right, in terms of clout and fan base, all right, compared to the Suicide Squads. And I'm only saying that mostly because, right, it's Batman and Superman, right? When it comes to what more you need, huh? What more you need? Exactly, right? When it comes to the Suicide Squad, right? What is the Suicide Squad? When you think about it, it is a movie about like B to C tier villains <laughs> working together. And also, King Shark is a shark. I don't think we're ever going to get us like a King Shark outside of like the Arrow versus. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. Um, okay, so we're running low on time, so I guess we've got to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. One thing that I will say really strange is I'm noticing there's a, like, while I was doing like a bit of research for this, is there's a lot of movies in the, like under DC that really could have had this treatment. The first time I, I could think of is Richard Donner's second Superman movie. Okay, yeah. Because mm-hmm. that was like, like, they're, like they were like kind of like flustered with each other and then they finally... Like, like, released the Donner version. Yeah, yeah. Um, A second version I could think of is actually on Marvel's side that I could immediately think of <laughs> is the very first Fantastic Four movie. Oh, God. I'm not talking about the one in 2004 or three or whatever. I'm about the 80s one. Which, oh, God. You, you know, you moan at that, but that's probably the most accurate and faithful version of Fantastic Four, but that's for another time. It's a product of the 60s. Yeah. Are you... Well, I know you are looking forward to this. How excited are you, though? Level of 1 to 10. I'm going to keep my expectations a little low for this. I'm going to probably leave myself at like a six. <laughs> I'm sitting at a solid seven or eight mm-hmm. just because I do like the, the, the cast of characters. I don't like the way that they were treated treated or, or used, especially uh, for my boy Ray Fisher. Ray, Ray Fisher as Cyborg, but I'm definitely looking forward to, to again, you should probably move. With that said, I think that will conclude today's episode of the Ghetto Fabulous Podcast. Tell us what you think about this new format that we, again, we are still experimenting with and we will fix. Um, but yeah, I think I think this this is pretty a pretty nifty change, won't you say? I like it, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, as far as the audio side, don't forget to follow us on uh, multiple platforms for the Ghetto Fabulous Podcast, such as iTunes, aka Apple Podcasts, Google Cast, Chromecast. Nope, that's not true. That's a different thing. <laughs> Radio Public. Uh, and Spotify. 
Spotify, the big one. Yes, thank you. <laughs> it's been a minute. Um, also, of course, subscribe to our channel right here on YouTube. And you can also find me on multiple social media platforms such as Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and and SoundCloud by searching Kirby Kwan Jr. That's K-I-R-B-Y-K-W-A-N-J-R. Once again, this has been Shane and myself for the Ghetto Fabulous Podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoy this mm-hmm. and uh, take care.